Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey guys, Latina Barbie here. So you know how you feel like you have something that you need to just kind of unload? Well, all of you are the chosen ones this week. Actually, it was really last week. I had a couple of stressful days. And when I mean stressful, basically it was Tuesday morning where my husband and I actually went to see his cardiologist. Now, for those of you who just listened to the AAA episode, you understand that my husband had heart surgery about four years ago. And with this whole coronavirus, we weren't quite sure about his high risk or what was going to be going on with him. And the weekend before that, he told he told me that he didn't know if he wanted to get the vaccine, and I almost like flipped out, only because I am gonna get the vaccine. In fact, as of today, I'm already one shot in for um, Pfizer. And there was some conversation over the weekend that I knew can go one of two ways, and basically what it come down what it came down to was my husband was just scared and. That's fine, and I have to go with what he wants. But we did get to speak to the cardiologist. And you guys, it was so great. He was fine. Um, Dr. Sun, if you live out here in San Diego, he's he's in Grossmont, amazing cardiologist. He's part of the Scripps Network. Anyways, um, so he talked to Giancarlo, and he was just like, yeah, you need to get the vaccine. And he's told him, if it's not just for you, but it's for your wife also, as I'm sitting right there. So it was just one of those things where I didn't have to go to the second part of telling him, okay, well, if he doesn't get the vaccine, then what happens with me? Because I am a true extrovert. I am ready to put clothes on other than my workout clothes. I'm ready to go out and have drinks with my girlfriends. I'm ready to have my mom and dad come over to the house without having to wear masks. You guys, I'm ready to finally put on the lipstick and have the public see me with lipstick on. Of course, being safe and eating at a table with my friends who will also be vaccinated, I hope. So that was kind of stressful. And then the most stressful part was finally he decides, okay, I'll get the vaccine. And now my next job is to get him an appointment on a Saturday or Sunday. Um, If you have all tried to get appointments, other than Monday through Friday, it is nearly impossible. But lo and behold, I was so adamant and just tried feverishly that last week when I had a day off, I kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing because I wanted to get one close to the house. Oh, and by the way, it had to be Pfizer. Now, my husband doesn't know why it had to be Pfizer over Moderna. It just had to be Pfizer. <laughs> so I got him an appointment on Saturday and I'm telling you, I didn't mention another thing about him getting a shot the whole week. Then finally, we drive down to Grossmont. Now just picture this, I'm as quiet as can be because God forbid I say something and he like just wants to turn the car around. I mean, literally, I'm, I'm, it's like a five-year-old getting a freaking lollipop at the end. I watched him turn in his ID then go sit with the nurse. And I literally just like, I should have taken a picture. I'm just watching him like a mother, literally like a mother watching their kid. Like, you gotta go through this with this. You gotta go through with this. And I only stopped watching when I saw the Band-Aid go on his arm. 
<sighs> Relief. Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. So in the midst of what's going on in the world right now, AKA coronavirus, I am at a point now where I was like, you know what, it's been a year and now it's time to talk about what this coronavirus, COVID-19 has had an effect on me. So this time last year, actually it was the beginning of March of 2020, I was actually supposed to be in New York uh, for a work thing, um, well, let me just back up. First, I was on a cruise in February. So there was a kind of chitter chatter about it, but not quite. In fact, I remember my sister-in-law bringing her wipes with her everywhere. And looking back, I thought she was nuts. I'm like, oh my gosh, how, how much can someone sanitize? And now I look back going, Ugh, okay, she was right. <laughs> so, um, but we had just come off, of, come off a cruise mid-February. And then I had two weeks and then I was gonna be going to New York. And I, I remember it was like a Monday and it was maybe March 4th or 3rd, whatever that Monday was. And I was supposed to literally get on an airplane like that Thursday. And there was just something inside me that was like, don't go, don't go, because you don't know what New York is going to be like. Not to mention we were flying in about 20, 20 people from different parts of the world, well, world of the United States as well. And I just didn't want to kind of risk it especially being around all those people for, you know, about four or five days. And then of course I have to go out and have a nice dinner every night and socialize and everything else. So it just wasn't going to work. <laughs> so I remember calling the account, um, and letting them know, Hey, you know what? Um, you guys can still have the event. I'm just not going to be there. And what was great about it was my internal partners were like, if you don't want to go, it's fine. We're still going to go. We will cover you. I'm like, okay. The most ironic thing about this was, this was the easiest training for me to put together. It was like, I could have done this in my sleep, of course, how ironic, right? So I decide not to go, and then the next day, the account actually calls me and says, you know, after further discussing with our internal partners, we've decided we're just not going to go either. We're not gonna attend the train the trainer. And I completely understood, so I felt more relieved because I mean, I had that angst feeling that it was like, am I being overdramatic? And it just so happens that it was that weekend that New York shut down. I mean, I'm super happy that I wasn't there. So yeah, I was like, oh, um, but yeah, so that was the beginning of coronavirus. And I just remember like the whole world shutting down and everybody was living in fear. Um, you guys all remember the lines at Costco, at Walmart, Target, looking for toilet paper. I mean, my husband and I included, and it's just both of us. You, I mean, we, we even bought toilet paper just in case. It was kind of scary. It was like, I think it was because it was the unknown. Nobody knew what this coronavirus was. And honestly, the worst thing we could have done was turn the news on because they didn't know either. And fear loves fear, just as misery loves company. So obviously for the next couple of months, it was, it was a little rough. Um, I'm normally a total extrovert. Like I need to be around people. That is where I pull my energy from is being around people. Like I, I just love being around people. And I actually, I was, I was traveling for work as well. So all that came to a complete halt. I remember with work, 
nobody really knew like what the next day was gonna look like what were we expected to do it was almost like business had stopped for a little while just so that the internal people can like reassess what was going on and then we can carry on with our business luckily we were really digital um, already well at least I was with a couple of my accounts so um, it was great I, I I reached out to them we were all in the same boat nobody knew anything about nothing so there you go I will tell you that I I missed seeing my mom and dad uh, right away we went to zoom calls so that was fun um, every Sunday as a family we would get on a zoom call and um, be able to talk and really it wasn't so much that I you know bought the zoom membership of course you guys all did um, of course that was after we all discovered what I think it was house party which didn't last very long right do we all remember that app a house party <laughs> anyways you know every Sunday we would meet as a family and like I said it wasn't so much about me seeing my mom and dad it was more about my mom and dad being able to see the grandkids that was a plus it made me feel happy inside to know that my parents can still see the grandkids because I know they're super close and just to even be on for a half an hour, just to kind of check in with everybody, how's everybody doing? And my husband and I are super blessed because we never stopped working. My husband worked for Coca-Cola and he was considered, I guess, an essential worker. He never stopped working, I never stopped working. So financially, we were, we were okay. Of course, I know a lot of people were suffering during this time and my heart went out to them. I also had like that guilt also of, you know, we're still getting our paychecks I, I even thought like, well, what if my company puts me on furlough? Maybe that'll give me an opportunity to, I don't know, try podcasting. <laughs> I don't know, try something else. But um, they didn't. And so I'm very thankful for that. And the only reason I say that at one point I wanted to go furlough is because we kind of feel like, well, we, I felt that the workload wasn't justifying the paycheck, if you know what I mean. Like here I am still blessed with my job, but there were people out there who didn't work, who could probably work weren't able to because of all the shutdowns and um, we just made it work so for us but yeah it was hard not to see my mom and dad for the first couple of months and then slowly we got to I got to see them my husband and I got to see them in their backyard with masks on and luckily the weather was fine and I kind of just adapted and it's so funny because if you ask any of my friends they're completely shocked at how I was okay with everything because they all know like Latina Barbie goes on happy hours as many times as she can. So honestly, for the first several, several months, it was like, you know, I was fine with it. There was some type of peace knowing exactly what I was gonna be doing every weekend. I mean, it was by habit now. I would wake up, I'd go for my walk. Um, I always liked to walk by myself because I hated wearing a mask. Although I did meet up with my girlfriends um, and we all wore masks when we would do Miramar Lake. And it was just uncomfortable. It was almost like I would rather just not see anybody until I could don't have to wear a mask anymore. And we're now March 19th, which is when I'm recording this. And it looks like the world is turning to a better, a better place, but I don't mind wearing a mask anymore um, out in public. Of course, if I go out and have drinks and, and eat with my girlfriends, I don't want that mask on. I mean, I have some brand new lipsticks I need to show. So, um, that was the other thing that changed was my shopping habits. Amazon, like, I mean, if you were to ask me right now, Latina Barbie, what's your favorite car? I would probably tell you the Amazon van. I'm telling you, I ordered so much shit from Amazon and I think it was either because I wanted it to be Christmas every day 
or because I wanted to say hello to somebody else, <laughs> other than my husband, of course. So yeah, I mean, it was, I guess it was fun, but I didn't go shopping for clothes. Always, even though, even when, though when the mall started opening, I remember going to the mall going, you know, when and where am I gonna wear this? I'm like living in my workout clothes every day. Oh, that was the other thing, was I soon realized that with the gym, I no longer even needed the gym. Of course, my gym was great. They stopped the payments and everything. And my company actually pays 50% of my gym membership, which was really nice. But I didn't really, I mean, I didn't have any, well, I never had an inkling to want to go to the gym to begin with. But anyways, that's a different story. But you know what I mean? Like, I didn't miss the gym. I ended up walking outside. And I would walk outside for a whole hour just kind of exploring my own neighborhood. Isn't that sad? I've actually lived here for over eight years and I'm barely getting to know like my neighborhood and all my neighbors. And um, now it's I love it because that's another part of me kind of being social um, without having to wear a mask because we're so far apart walking. But it's like, good morning, good morning, good morning. I actually look forward to that. I look forward to listening to my podcasts. And I eventually, back in May, May or June, I actually quit my gym membership. I didn't have a need to go back. And then of course, when it started turning colder in the mornings, I ended up buying a treadmill. Now I will tell you this, I didn't just go buy a treadmill. I mean, we're talking like I did a month of researching, good prices, good uh, quality. And I, for some reason, and don't, I don't even know why this, where this comes from, but I like gifted myself the treadmill and I didn't buy my treadmill until after I hit Weight Watchers lifetime, which was in August. So I got my treadmill, I put it together, I put the flat screen in front of it and there you go. Now I hardly even go outside to tell you the truth. Now I'm just so just so used to being on the treadmill inside um, and being able to watch my television shows. So sorry friends, if you're listening to this and you, I happen to not see you anymore outside. But And I bought a couple of weights and that was it. So then during the summer, um, you know, I worked outside. I spruced up our backyard a lot. I was making a lot of, we were actually making a lot of home improvements. And the reason being is because I wasn't traveling during this time. We um, got a lot done around the house. And normally we wouldn't be able to have the luxury of getting those things done because, you know, it was always about like, where am I flying off to? When will I be home? When, when am I leaving again? And then trying to, you know, organize when the, uh, the workers were gonna come and stuff. Another thing was I missed, I guess I could say I missed somewhat the social aspect of getting together. I have a really great group of friends um, and we took it to house party right away. And it was like every Friday night, we were on house party for about two hours. And then we ended up going to Zoom because you can be on there longer. And I remember grabbing a beer, grabbing a glass of wine, sitting outside, this is summertime. And we were just talking, and then, and then I, I think it kind of died out, you know. And it, what, the great thing about—why would I even say the great thing about COVID? But I'm gonna say it. I'm always the positive Polly. Like I'm always trying to look at the positive side of things. My husband calls it that Latina Barbie's only looking out for Latina Barbie. But why wouldn't I? I'm always trying to turn situations into, you know, a good thing. So with the COVID, it made me realize what was really important in life. And it was my family and my friends and my husband and spending time together. And he and I went for walks. He and I started feeding ducks at a local pond. I know it's the weirdest thing, but we're like addicted to going to feed ducks. Or I should say he's addicted. I just go along for the ride. <laughs> but 
you know, it was kind of, it was just comforting. There was something about, and now people might say, well, you know, you were really strict. Like, you know, you were not held prisoner, but gosh, you guys never did anything. But that's not true. We did what worked, what worked for us. I had to be super careful. My husband, um, I don't know where this episode's going to lie in my series, but if you've listened to the episode about the AAA, the ascending aortic aneurysm my husband had, he has a heart condition and he has high blood pressure too. But he was considered, in our eyes, he was considered high risk. And there was no way I was going to go out and be careless um, and then bring something home. In fact, back in April, I think it was the end of April, the restrictions started kind of easing up a little bit. Now, normally I, I am actually, I could tell you, I guys, I am a total rule follower. I don't care if that makes me a square. Um, I don't care if it makes a political statement about anything, but if the government says, you know, this is what we're doing as a whole, because this is what Dr. Fauci said, I'm going to abide by it. Why? Because I don't know any different. Why? Because I don't want to have to think about it. Like, just make a decision for me and I will follow it. If it means that I'm going to live and my husband's going to live, then that's it. If it means I'm going to wear a mask to not only protect myself, but to protect a community of people, regardless of me asking them, are you high risk? Are you not high risk? Are you 65? Are you not 65? I didn't care. If it meant saving people, I would wear a mask. End of story. So, um, yeah, so I decided to go get Botox. Now, it's fine that I get Botox, honestly. However, the person that gives me the Botox is um, a, she was actually working in the emergency nurse as in, up in Irvine at a hospital. So of course, you know, she doesn't know which patients are coming in, have COVID, not COVID and all that and everything. She's fully protected, she's always been. She even wore a mask outside I wore a mask outside and I remember on a Friday we were my mom had come over to visit and we were talking and everything and then she laughed and I said oh babe you know I went and got a coke zero out when I went to go get Botox and he looked at me and he was like when did you get Botox I'm like oh I I thought I told you wink wink he's like oh he's like well and that sent him into a spiral now my husband is slightly OCD so I understand but I also have to remember he's very high like high risk health also so I've got two against zero one so I had to call my friend ask her you know is she around COVID patients obviously nobody knows at that point then my other best friend out in Los Angeles she actually works for the public health department so she was kind of guiding my husband and I throughout this whole thing and she said you know you probably just just to be safe and because she knows my husband um you should probably quarantine so I did I literally moved in to the spare bedroom and if I wasn't in the bedroom um, we could watch TV together but we just wore masks and it killed me just to hear my husband tell his mom you know I'm out and about all day wearing two masks trying to keep my distance from people trying to be safe and now the one place where I did feel safe I can't and that was my fault and that was what I thought was an okay decision considering I went and got a haircut also. It was because of the person who gave it to me and no, no one's guilty here. It's just, this is just the circumstances. But of course, in true Latina Barbie fashion, let's look at the bright side of things. 
So I get my own bedroom. I'm sleeping alone. I like about a half an hour before I go to sleep, I wind down the room. I turn on my aromatherapy lavender in the room. I'm reading. I read a whole book in two weeks. Um, I got to just play on my phone and it was the best sleep I had had in a long time. So uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So not bad at all. And then uh, finally, after two weeks, you know, of course, my husband and I embraced, you know, like, of course, the Lifetime movies. And um, that was the end of the quarantine. So I just had to be really, really careful. And I did feel bad that I had put my husband in a precarious situation. And then afterwards, you know, summer came by, saw mom and dad. Um, oh, we did drive by birthdays for my nephews and my niece. Um, we, we drove up to Temecula with my mom and dad, all in separate cars, and did our drive by. I don't, although I don't. Although I don't think they're doing drive-bys anymore. Um, so we're at a time now where a lot of people are getting vaccinated. And I'll talk about that in a second. So then the winter came and, you know, and I have to tell you, I was jealous of a lot of my friends. I, I truly was. When I would hear my friends saying that they went and did this, they went and did that, they went and had dinner with this couple and this couple and everything. And I'm just like, what am I missing out on? And I have always had to revert to the point where, their significant partner isn't high risk. And that always like kind of calmed me down and it was what it was. Um, so that was a little bit of me struggling with it, but you know, oh, and you know what? Here's a great thing about it. How can I forget this? I hit Weight Watchers Lifetime. I mean, it literally took a freaking nation to shut down for Latina Barbie to hit her Weight Watchers goal. And I'll tell you why. It's because I wasn't going out to eat, seriously. I wasn't traveling, I wasn't going out to eat, and I wasn't drinking. So I literally dropped weight like easy. I'm like, why didn't I do this before? Not the shutdown, just why didn't I stop eating and drinking out all the time before? <laughs> so um, yeah, that was a huge thing. Although I will tell you the downside of that was, and there was a downside to me hitting lifetime, was I always envisioned myself being able to stand in front of our group and talk to them about my journey. and. It was just kind of like non like celebratory. It was just like, great, you hit lifetime, you know. Um, my Weight Watchers lead leader sent me flowers. Of course, I got my treadmill, but I didn't celebrate like I really thought I would. Um, yeah, I was just like, okay, great, I hit lifetime. So that was the end of that. And then the holiday season came and it was, how are we gonna do holidays? And um, that was hard because some of the holidays, well, Christmas is usually at our house. And like I told you guys before in one of the episodes, I think it was the weddings episode or getting engaged episode, anyways, where my, or maybe conversations, where my mom always had the holiday beforehand. So this year for Christmas, I was able to see my mom and dad the day, the Saturday after Christmas. So I still gave them their gifts. We opened them up outside, totally social distance, mask on and everything. And that was nice. It was, it was great. Of course, no hugging, no nothing. And that's the sad part is, my mom, as a grandparent, she even told me, she said, you know, Miha, I don't think I want to see the grandkids again until I can actually hug them because it was really hard for her not to. So my poor mom one day, she actually went to go see the grandkids and she brought a plastic bag and put it over her body and hugged my nephews and my niece. I think she, she went to go visit both sets of the kids. You don't realize how much that physical interaction that you really need. There was that and then holidays came and went and then there was some talk of the vaccine and 
that was a huge conversation because I'm very pro-vaccine. I mean, I get my flu shot every year and now I'm really catching you guys up just to, oh, and let me just tell you really quick. It was kind of weird that the group that we were meeting with every Friday, it kind of just dwindled away. It was almost like we all found our new norm and we were all getting busy with it, if that makes sense. Like we all found a new normal to live with. So we weren't doing our Zoom calls every week. We still have text messages. There's like actually eight of us that we're on a group text message, which is really nice because that's how we connect. And what is even better is that the group that I'm part of, it's not like we hung out all the time before COVID. A couple of us did, but not all of us as a group. So I can't wait until the day where we can go to pictures or we can go to Don's house and have a party um, only if you're vaccinated, right? So that's where this leads up to here. Oh, another couple, a couple of things also was I was trying to handle a lot of health issues with myself, not bad health issues, just some self-care is what I said. So one was, um, you know, after losing weight, I wanted to fix my varicose veins on my left leg. Update, my insurance denied me saying that it's not medically, not, not medically necessary to do it. Granted, it was more of a vanity thing is actually, I call them my battle wounds. Um, the second thing also was I got this thing called endometrial ablation and it was just like a couple days ago. So I'm just going to say that you can look it up what it is, but let's just say I'm super happy and I probably should have gotten it done a couple of years ago, but recovery is fine and I'm not traveling. So why wouldn't I take care of myself right now? I mean, strike that. We should always be taking care of ourselves. So there was a breaking point, point back to the vaccine. We would go to Culver City and see my mother-in-law and she said she did want to get the vaccine. So I totally took it upon myself. That's once it was available to 65 and older, I was totally determined to get my mom, my dad, and my mother-in-law scheduled. And it was just a week where I was working and I'm online trying to get them scheduled. And I was just getting very worked up and totally stressed out. You know, I, I, I got them their appointments and everything, but you know, at the end of the day is when I would have easily called a girlfriend and say, Hey, let's go out for a drink. That's when it, it hit. And that's like barely like mid February. <laughs> so Latina Barbie did really good during this COVID-19. I'm almost afraid to go back to normal because I don't think we have a normal anymore. Um, which I'm fine with. I, I will always see the bright side of everything and it will always work out for me too. I was really stressed that week. I had a conversation with my husband saying, look, I just, all I want to do right now is go to Chandra's house with an alcoholic beverage in my right hand and sit down with her and drink and talk. That's all I needed to do. That was really the first time. And that was almost a year later since the shutdown where I was craving that friendship drinking, having cocktails with my friends, um, that feeling again, that I, I emotionally, mentally, I was drained. I was just tired. There was a lot of shit going on and I just felt like I just had to handle everything. So, um, you know, it was, yeah, let's, we can do that. Let's go to my mother, my mother's house. This is what he said. Let's go to my mother's house who lives in Culver city, invite Chandra over and you guys can just hang out outside. Fine. There was a lot more to it, a lot of back and forth because I was like, I didn't understand his whole process because we had all gotten together at one point in the house, but whatever, whatever it took, I bought a bottle of wine. Chandra came over. We had a great time. I felt that good, good buzz. Not the kind of buzz that you get by yourself because that ends up a headache, <laughs> but that buzz when you're with your friend and you're like, oh, I'm in such a good place. You know that buzz. That's what I have.
So that really lifted my spirits. And, you know, God bless Giancarlo also because he knew that's what I needed. And um, there was actually, was there another time when I quarantined? I thought there was, but it might have just been one night. I can't remember. Wow, I really can't remember. So I got my parents vaccinated, got my mother-in-law vaccinated, and then it was time to talk to Giancarlo about getting vaccinated. Now, Giancarlo doesn't even get the flu shot, and it literally gave me angst, like literally angst and anxiety every time I thought about him getting the vaccine because I'm ready. I'm ready. Chandra got her vaccine. She's done. Some of my other friends did. Like, the world is starting to look a little clearer now, a little more like personal vacations are coming up. I want to go wine tasting again. I want to go stay in a hotel. Oh, how could I? Oh my gosh, hold on. So Giancarlo and I actually went away in October. We had planned vacations already, um, not reserved, but just planned days. So we ended up going to Las Vegas for a couple of days and it was a ghost town. Um, but there were times where at night it was like, there's a lot of people out here and a lot of people were not wearing masks. And because that made Giancarlo uneasy, we would get back to our hotel room. We stayed in Lake Las Vegas, which was beautiful. If you have a chance to go to Vegas, um, it's, it's about a 25 minute drive, but it was our anniversary. So we had a great dinner. It was a great trip. And then at the end of October, we ended up going to Palm Springs and staying at one of the villas at the Marriott in Palm Desert, I think, yeah, Palm Desert. And it was fun, it was great, but Palm Desert was closed. So that was the other thing was like, even if you were gonna travel by car, of course, by car, you had to see what the county's restrictions were. Because I'll tell you, when we did a drive-by in Temecula for one of my, I think it was my niece, we went to a grocery store and like nobody was wearing masks. And Giancarlo and I are walking in there like we're wearing our masks. I mean, that's what we do down here in San Diego. But I guess because it was a different county, it wasn't mandated for them. And that was just a very, like a shocker for me because it was like, wait a minute. Did you think coronavirus just skipped Riverside County? Like, did it, does it know to travel around it and only go to places where the masks are mandated? Like, I couldn't wrap my head around that. And that's when I started re realizing that we are all so different. People's thoughts and opinions and I just really want to understand that people who say no, like what is their reasoning? I respect everybody's opinions. I'm not here to change anybody's opinions, but I'm just fascinated about how people think. Um, you know, some people might think I'm a total prude because I follow the rules, but, or, you know, the government took away my rights and all that bullshit. Well, the government is not going to keep my husband alive, period. Anyways, whew, off my soapbox on that one. <laughs> so... So then there was a weekend, just it was last two weekends ago, where I was really gearing up to talk to Giancarlo about it. And he is, in one word, he's fearful. He's fearful of the of the the vaccine. He has said a couple of things to me saying that, you know, the government rushed it. Well, the government didn't make the vaccine, the CDC did, or whoever. I don't care. I want it in my arm because I want to keep living. And what was that going to mean for both of us if I got it and he didn't? You know, he felt that it was rushed, but it wasn't that it was rushed. It was all hands were on deck. When you've got a pandemic like this, where we've got over 500,000 people dead, you kind of, instead of having one person in charge, you have a million people in charge to get it done faster. That's how I looked at it. And I could have told Giancarlo that until I was blue in the face, but it didn't matter. So there's only one person in this whole entire world that Giancarlo trusts. 
and it's his cardiologist, <laughs> Dr. Sun. So let me just tell you how the world works. So it was a Saturday, Sunday, and I kept quiet. And I, it wasn't that I just kept quiet. I was acting out a little bit, like I was pissed off a little bit, but like inside, and Giancarlo didn't understand why, and it was just because I was having this dialogue inside my head. It was a Monday morning. It was just last Monday, maybe two Mondays ago. The CDC came out with the new, the new guidelines that if you're fully vaccinated, you can be with somebody inside the house from one other household who's fully vaccinated without having to social distance or wear a mask. And if you are fully vaccinated and there's a person in the house who is a high risk, um, that they should wear a mask, but you don't have to quarantine anymore. So all these new regulations were coming out. And you know what? I wanted to be part of it. I wanted to be part of the solution. So I'm telling you guys, God works in mysterious ways because as I'm watching this, literally as I'm watching this video, Giancarlo calls me and it's like a check-in, right? Because every morning we, we talk on the phone and the conversation was like, Hey babe, so I'm watching this new thing about vaccines and, and, um, you know, I can't wait to get vaccinated because I'll be able to go have drinks and eat with my girlfriends, like outside at a dinner table or even inside at a dinner table, but we could wear, we don't have to wear our masks. And then he said, well, you'll still wear your mask. Right. And I said, I'll wear my mask. Like if I get up and go to the bathroom, because publicly you, you know, you still have to wear your mask out in public. I said, how about this, babe? Why don't I make an appointment with Dr. Sun for next Tuesday? Now, just so you guys know, my ablation surgery was on Tuesday. So Giancarlo already had the day off. So I said, why don't I see if Dr. Sun is available to talk to us? I said, because I think before you say no, now I'm literally talking to him like a 12 year old. Before you say no, I'd like for you to at least understand what is going on, see what Dr. Sun says. And if you still, if you still choose to not get the vaccine, I will respect that. I will honor it because I know you would have gotten the answers that you need to get to make that decision. But then Dr. Sun also needs to tell both of us, what does that mean for us? Because I'm ready to go to Palm Springs for the weekend. I'm ready to go to Paso for the weekend to go wine tasting. I'm ready to start traveling and being outside of the house. I'm ready to dress up. I'm ready to put makeup on. So what does that mean for us when I come home? Because that's really, at the end of the day, like that's what really matters. Like what does that mean for he and I? And he said, okay. So I'm literally, I think I got off the phone within 30 seconds. I called Dr. Sun. I talked to Dr. Sun. Dr. Sun says, yeah, Giancarlo needs to get the vaccine. I said, Dr. Sun, you know Giancarlo as well as I do. And the only person in this world that he trusts is you. Is there any chance that you can see us both in person next Tuesday? Yeah, I think I have a, an appointment available at 10 o'clock. Oh my God, Dr. Sun, thank you. Thank you so much. So I booked the appointment. We went in and I'm telling you, yeah, the ablation was great, but the one thing I was really looking forward to was this doctor's appointment. So we go in and Dr. Sun comes in and says, you know, I hear, I see that you have some concerns. Dr. Sun tells him, you need to get it. You need to get it. If anything, for your wife also. Uh, yeah, and also just because you don't wanna ever have to feel that you could die if you got coronavirus, because we're not saying that you can or can't, but the vaccine is going to prevent you. So Giancarlo, it's so funny because he's looking at him and Dr. Sun, who knows my husband, <laughs> he says, Giancarlo, I see that you're still thinking about it. And I can tell, like I call him hamster head because if it's one thing Giancarlo will not do, it's make a rash decision. Like he needs to think. But the fact that Dr. Sun told him, don't even worry about what if you don't get it because you need to get it. 
and Giancarlo, like, when he does this, when, like, he claps his hands. Sorry if that was loud. But when he claps his hands, that means he's thought about it. He's made a decision. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll get Pfizer. Because I already had my vaccine appointment ready on Wednesday. So I was good to go. He knew it was happening. Now, Latina Barbie has a way of spinning things. So I talked to Giancarlo about the the DNR because of my surgery. They had said, they had asked if I had a DNR, that do not resuscitate form, on file or at home. And like the little devil inside me was thinking, you know, what if I tell Giancarlo I don't want to be resuscitated? I mean, let's think about that for a second, you guys. Isn't that the same thing as if you're choosing not to be vaccinated, what is the alternative? You're choosing that if you get it, you're willing willing to risk dying. Well, the DNR is flat out telling you your wife does not want to be resuscitated, even if there is a chance of her surviving. Now, I didn't tell him that, obviously. I called Chandra, and, and Chandra knows all my inner thoughts, so... It was funny, but it's true. But I didn't have to go that far. But it was I was waiting for that back pocket moment. You know what I mean? Now I'm busy getting him a vaccination. And it's got to be on a Saturday or Sunday because of his job. He never knows what time he gets off. And he's a worker, so he's not going to take a day off. And in the interim of this week, I got my other best friend, Dawn, a, um, an appointment. I got her husband an appointment the next day. Like... I should charge people. I'm not going to. I'm just saying, oh, God, I shouldn't even say that. I was, I was going to say, oh, I should charge people to getting them appointments. But my God, I was on this computer nonstop all the time looking for Saturday, Sunday's appointments. That's how important this is for me. And it's one thing for him to say, yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine. It's a whole other ballgame because he only wants Pfizer because that's what I got, the Pfizer shot. So I went and got my shot on Wednesday. And yes, my arm was freaking sore, but it's no different than a flu shot. And I felt like it was a party. But get this, get this. What a coincidence. The woman that checked me in, her birthday is April 17th, which is my birthday. Okay, that's first coincidence. Second one, the lady that hands you the piece of paper so that you can like scan the QR code so you can register that you got your first vaccination, her name is Corrine. Now she spells it C-O-R-I-N-N-E. My middle name is Corrine, but I spell it C-O-R-R-I-N-E. What a coincidence, right? Like, it was like, oh my God, like I was meant to be here. It was so crazy. Yeah, I did my 15 minute wait. And I don't know about you guys, but I felt so, oh my God, I feel like I'm gonna tear up right now. When I was in line to get my vaccine, like I felt like I was gonna cry. Like I felt so emotional, like I was being part of something. And that I was finally going to be able to see my family, my friends, hug my mom, hug my dad, because they are three days, four days away from being 100% because they just got their second shot last Saturday. You know, I'm a little stressed because I really want Giancarlo to get the vaccine, but it was one of those, like, I I don't want to see him live in fear. I'm not living in fear anymore. Um, of course, I'll still wear my mask because that's what we do, right? We still have to wear a mask because there are people who are not going to get vaccinated, and that's fine. I might not know people who don't get vaccinated and that's fine. I will still wear a mask so that I still protect you. I mean, that's pretty much my whole COVID story. I was just, um, yeah, I can't think of one bad thing other than not being able to hug my parents and my nieces and nephews. Although I still cut my nephew's hair, but they do wear masks while I'm cutting their hair. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the friends that I see, thank God for FaceTime and Zoom and Duo and all that. Work hasn't changed because I've worked remotely anyways. Lost a couple pounds. So I guess the lesson, okay, you guys, you know it's coming, true Latina Barbie fashion. What is the lesson for today? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, I think my lesson for this episode is going to be at the end of the day, look around you because that's what really matters. It's not what's outside the home that matters. It's what's inside the home that matters. It's the relationships that we have inside the home that matters. And the other part of that would be always look at the bright side of things because there is one. I'm telling you, if you look hard enough, there is a bright side to everything. There is a good thing to everything. I know it might not seem like that, but if you really just embrace change, because that's what really this was all about, you guys. It was who is going to embrace change and who is going to fight it. And, you know, I just learned a long time ago, there's no sense in fighting something that you just can't change. This was bigger than us. A lot of freaking turmoil happened over this past year, and I'm not gonna get into like politics and racism and all that, but a lot of change also happened. I'm very thankful that you're listening to me. I'm thankful that I could bring this to you and just that we're all still here. Hey guys, Latina Barbie. So I wanted to update you guys really quick. Today is April 10th and I just received my second shot and you know who is going in today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.